0: This episode of the Death by Birding podcast is brought to you by Nox Provisions. Nox are a binocular brand making a difference. They have plastic-free packaging without dyes or glue, totally recyclable. They have a range of colors and models available to satisfy everyone from beginners to advanced birders. I've been personally using my Pro Issue 10x42s for a few weeks now, and I love them. If you've seen me out birding, I've no doubt spoken to you about these binoculars, edge-to-edge clarity, and a close focus of less than two meters, which I adore. They are incredibly durable, fully waterproof, fog-proof, and perfect for every adventure. Not only that, but they have a lifetime warranty, a 30-day, no-questions-asked return policy, and free shipping on orders over 85 Australian dollars. Now, this is for Australian listeners only, but if you go to noxprovisions.com.au, so that's N O C -S 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 S. P-R-O-V-I-S-I-O-N-S dot com dot A-U and enter the offer code hashtag death by birding one word. You will receive an extra 15% off your binoculars. That's hashtag death by birding one word for 15% off. That's the symbol hash, not actually the word hashtag, just the symbol hash death by birding. What have you got to lose? Anyway, happy birding, nerds. (laughs) The Death by Birding podcast is recorded on Ginny Borough Land. We acknowledge the traditional ownership of all Indigenous peoples across Australia and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. The traditional custodians of these mountains have been watching birds for thousands and thousands of years. Well, well, welcome to the Death by Birding podcast, Australia's number one least reliable bird watching podcast. I'm your host, Caesar Pishmarin, and this week I have two birders, one cup. Carp- no, sorry, that's not right. Uh, What does it say here? Two birders, two bikes. That's right. Leo and Cesare. Yes, you heard that right. Cesare, not Caesar. Uh, This got a bit awkward. No, it didn't. Uh, (laughs) God, what am I saying? I've already lost my mind. I haven't done one of these in a while. But yeah, basically, uh, this is just a story of two young, like 18, 19-year-old guys who decided to ride around Australia on their bicycles, seeing as many birds as possible uh, while raising money for a school in Timor-Leste which is just a cool thing to do. So, yeah, I invited them on the pod. Um, They decided they're going to tell you that I forced them to ride their bicycles up Mount Glorious for that, whatever, 700-meter ascent. That is a lie. It's a blatant lie. They will be hearing from my lawyers. Uh, This is a litigious podcast, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to make them pay for what they said. Uh, But, no, they just decided to do it. I did offer to pick them up. Uh, They looked like they were about to die. When they arrived at my place, I felt so bad. I just thought, okay, let's call the podcast off. I'm just going to take you to the hospital. But no, they quickly packed up and we recorded this very loose, very conversational uh, conversation. Yes, conversational conversation of all things. So I hope you enjoy it. I have uh, some other great episodes coming up. I'm sorry that I haven't released one in a while. Things have been very crazy over here at Bird HQ. As listeners will know, I'm heading to Costa Rica in a few weeks. Uh, So, as a result, I'm going to try and release a new range of t-shirts to try and help fund that (laughs) little endeavor uh, because there are a lot of birds I want to see and Costa Rica, it turns out, is expensive. But, yeah, hopefully I'll be recording a whole bunch of uh, content over there. I'll do some videos or maybe do some Patreon episodes, of course, if you want to get onto the Patreon, uh, go find that. It's just Death by Birding, the Patreon account. Uh, There are a bunch of Slightly inconvenienced by Birding episodes, which are what we call our mini episodes because they're not quite as good. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff over there. Thanks to everyone that's been uh, heading over to the Instagram account. It's kind of popping off at the moment. So that's a lot of fun. I get to do a lot of uh, very silly, very dorky reels and videos over there, which is a huge amount of fun. Uh, And of course, I ran the Australian woodpecker challenge, which is where I got you guys, my listeners, my followers to uh, invent what they thought an Australian woodpecker would look like. And I was blown away. Honestly, if you haven't had a look at the full range of entries, head over to my Instagram. They're over there, including the winner, which was the Pink Pecker, (laughs) which I adored, uh, by Emily from Photographers Down Under. So, check that out. As always, if you'd like to support the pod, of course, the Patreon really helps. Uh, Go buy some merch. I've got a merch store with some cool t-shirts. Keep an eye out for the new t-shirt designs, which I'm hoping will come out in the next week or so. And, of course, just thank you to everyone that listens. Uh, It means an awful lot to me. I love doing this. I'm sorry that I'm so slack with releasing and recording episodes. Uh, but hopefully, uh, once this whole vet school thing is over, I'll be able to do even more of them. After this episode, I have probably one more before I head off to Costa Rica. And it's a very special one. <laughs> We're doing... Uh, I wonder if I'll tease it. Yeah, I'll tease it. I'll tell you what it is. We're exploring the deep, dark world of birder drama. Yes, that's it. I'm going to be talking everything bird gossip. So, stay tuned for that on the next episode. But in the meantime, enjoy this one with uh, Leo and Cesari from Two Birders, Two Bikes. And as always, welcome to Death by Birding.
1: don't tell me you're recording. I'm 100% recording. no.
0: That's okay. No, doing you have to podcast. think of something while you're riding a bicycle in like a 40-degree day.
1: Oh, I think music is probably going throughout. It's like maybe one hour out of the day because otherwise it just means nothing after a while.
0: Um, what do you mean one hour out of the day? Well,
1: say we, we'll ride somewhere between like six to ten hours probably. Um, and it's usually usually probably like one to maybe two hours a day. i will listen to music. Or I might have a podcast, yeah. and the rest it's like probably three hours of talking, and then just silence for the rest of it. Particularly, <laughs> it gets hard. We're just behind each other, just like breathing loudly. What
0: podcasts are you listening to? <laughs>
2: Uh, we sometimes listen to this part better. There we go. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, just yeah.
1: Dooley on repeat the whole time.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. Just have his like nice calming like accepted Sean Dooley is just such a, like, I don't know. He's obviously got some, like, hilarious comedy genius in him, right, And this chaotic energy, but then he presents so calmly. He's like, hi, guys. It's Sean Dooley here. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's just so relaxing. But, you know, he's, there's always something, like, in the back of his mind that he wants to say that's, like, just a, like a, a little bit cracked. Um, so, yeah, so what day is it now? How many days have you been writing? You left on the first? Yeah, 20, 28. Twenty-eight twentieth day, yeah, yeah. I should I should know if I knew a day, like if I knew the day, that should be an easy question. But yeah, so twenty-eight days non-stop. You've written every single day. For the listener who doesn't know what's going on, would one of you like to describe your mission?
1: I feel like I feel like before we say that, we should have ever disclaim that we have not been writing every day. No, it's that's sort of okay. like yeah. For the most part, writing is just like crazy getting us to places quickly. Yeah. And then once we get there, we're burning as much as possible before we sort of have to move on to the next place. Yeah. Um and there are there are also two caveats to that. We've we have ta we've ridden from Melbourne um to Mount We rode up Mount but we have taken a train for probably four hundred Ks. Yeah. Uh, and that was partially so Leah could see his girlfriend during some yeah. of the flooding, <laughs> nice. which <is> great. <laughs> so, and then the other part was we didn't, we rode about a hundred Ks out of Melbourne, yeah. out of like suburbia and yeah. then took a train, um, probably about 250 Ks or something uh, just to get us to the border because 20 days to get up to Brisbane, it's achievable, but not with birding and not yeah. with detours into the Blue Mountains, uh, yeah. things like that. But the whole purpose, I suppose,
0: for what you guys are doing isn't necessarily to just be, like, living on the road road the whole time. It's that you've got mm. a mission to ride your bicycles all around Australia while birdwatching and raising money. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. It's not – we're not, um like, completists or perfectionists. Yeah. We're, like, we have to ride every kilometre. And there's also
0: um, going to be a whole bunch of places you can't get to on bicycles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're good. The fact that you've managed to get up here um, to Mount Glorious – on what is probably the hottest day of the year, which I was terrified. By the way, I was like, I kept messaging you, being like, "Are you guys sure you want to do this?" And I was like, "I can come pick you up." And you're like, nah, it'll be fine." And then I'm sitting there, being like, "I'm just rethinking the name of my podcast." If like, I kill these two kids,
1: yeah, I think we sent you a, like, "Oh no, I, th- I didn't." I don't think I actually sent it in the end, but it was a sort of a video of us at about three in the morning as we were just trudging through like, grasses about two and a half metres high at some points. Yeah. And then I sort of reconsider. Probably doesn't need to see that. Probably doesn't need to be getting messages from us <laughs> in the Yeah, middle of no, the go for it. Go yeah. for it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I- explain your mission. Tell me what what you what are you guys doing? Why mm. this
2: trip around Australia? So, I've kind of, I've always been like interested in nature, but I've specifically kind of wanted to travel around Australia for a long time. Yep. Um, and kind of as we I thought about it more and more, I kind of thought that, The car was pretty expensive, and it was yeah, it was just thought it'd be cooler to do it by bike, pretty much. Um, And I thought not on a day like this, but (laughs) yeah, literally (laughs) not. But I thought it was still achievable. Yeah. Um, And so yeah, Cesare has always been keen to come along with these kind (laughs) of hair brand things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm
1: I'm not as mad of a birder as Leo. Yeah. Like Leo's a bit. Leo's the type of birder that he sees something crazy and he's just buzzing. Yeah, Like I get really excited, especially when it's something I've been looking for or thinking about for a long time. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be with him and full disclosure, we'll, ju- we'll see something that's like incredible, just like really rare bird and I'll, I'll be excited, but I sort of just won't <laughs> get the context of it yeah. Yeah. sometimes. But I think, um, yeah, Leo's had the idea probably secretly for probably, what, 10 years or so?
2: Mm, he, literally like, after reading the big Twitch, I was kind well, of How old are you guys? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, so since you're eight years old. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And then Lara was talking, how many times have you read it?
2: Oh, yeah, I've read it so many times. Yeah. Like, it's oh, awesome. such a good book. Six? But I, oh, yeah. I, just, I haven't read it in a while, but I used to read it on repeat. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And then I think he gave it to me
1: probably 2017. Mm. And that was, I think that was the year we did our first sort of first big bike ride. It was but it was the end of I was in year 10 at the time. Uh it was like first year of covid. Yeah. Um and I think probably that year of covid solidified our relationship a lot. Um like in Melbourne 5k radius that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh and so we lived around the corner from each other. We'd always grown up being mates, but I think along the Arrow River, um just bird watching a lot at, you know, lunch times at school or you know, joining our classes from our phones and then just going birdwatching instead. Yeah. Um, I think that was that was probably where it all started. And then we did this three-day ride from uh, Dalesford, uh to the Upways, yeah. and then worked on an alpaca farm for a week there, which was fantastic. Uh, and then after that, it was sort of – I mean, bikes had always been, like, as it is probably for a lot of people, you know, a, a way to sort of have a bit of freedom as a kid. Yeah. Um, but then I think Leo, Leo was fully intending to do this trip by himself, and then sort of mentioned it. And then I was sort of stirring in my brain for six months, probably probably two years out. He started thinking about, oh, this is what I want to do after I finish school. Yeah, I've just finished a year of uni. Um, and then probably a year and a half out, I was thinking about, and I can I can actually remember that when we were birding at Yarra Bend, um, which is probably our like local, apart from Royal Park, maybe, um. Just where we were bird the most, uh, because it's you know, a 10 minute bike ride away kind of thing. And yeah. I think I can remember when, uh, you were talking about the idea, and I was sort of saying, Oh, do you, do you think I could, uh, maybe come? I mean, I understand if you I understand if you want to do it by yourself, <laughs> yeah. but, um, do you reckon you'd be open to it? And then he sort of thought about it for a second, was like, Yeah, of course, come. Yeah, <laughs> are you great.
0: pleased in hindsight that you're not doing this solo
2: by oh, yourself? Absolutely, like it gets there's long hours in the saddle, like you kind of. Yeah. It's good to have someone to kind of talk shit to when it gets pretty <laughs> yeah. tough and wet or hot. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's been pretty good. I reckon. Yeah,
1: I think part of it also is that, particularly whilst I then was finishing year twelve, so that was uh, that was two years ago, and then first year of uni. I was thinking, you know, if I'm if I'm next year at uni, yeah. like three months into the year writing some politics essay, some philosophy essay, and I'm <laughs> getting photos from Leo in, like, Kakadu yeah. or far north Queensland. <laughs> I'd be kicking myself if just, I didn't go. Just fine, my <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: The, and so this is your gap year, then, Leo. is that what you're saying? Did yeah, so you finish school yeah. last year?
2: Yeah, I finished year 12 last year. Wow. I couldn't imagine going in, like, like, just 15, like, I don't know, 13 years of school and another i don't know however long i had been in yeah. uni for i kind of wanted a break from that and yeah yeah explore a bit it's an
0: amazing way to do it, and you're so you guys are raising money for a charity as well so the whole purpose of this is that you're basically doing a big year seeing as many bird species as possible we'll get to the number that you told me uh over the phone recently um but you, you basically you're trying to do a big year on bikes while raising money do you want to explain
1: yeah so it's It's a bit of a, like, strange trip because it's got so many, to the average person, sort of novelty aspects. Right. To, um, even to bird watchers, like, it's strange. Like, why would you do it on a bike? Um, I don't think I've heard of anyone doing a big year on a bike before. Yeah. Do you Um, reckon this is a, is this a world first?
2: uh, No. I I don't know. I feel like biking, birding is, I think... I think I've seen it. I'm not sure where, but I think I've heard about it. Is it
0: good? Do you feel like it's conducive to bird watching? Like, Absolutely. Do you feel like when you're
2: looking, it's like a yeah, like a birds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The amount of birds we've just heard and like seen that we wouldn't have. No chance of seeing bird cycle view. No, I was
0: trying to think of a pun there, but that doesn't work. Bird packing, Uh, bird cycle view. Yeah, no, No. that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, and because you're not
2: like necessarily travelling at 100 k's an hour down a highway, you can just stop. Mm, And the frogs and the snake, a lot of them dead. Really, a lot of of dead (laughs) snakes, which is pretty pretty brutal. But yeah, yeah, um, we've seen some cool dead animals. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping <laughs> <laughs> a year list yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. um, Dead ticks we, as well We picked up a like a stunned brown quail the other day oh, A what, thing. sorry? A stunned like It had been hit by a car just in suburbia What was it? Brown quail oh, um, Right, yeah Just in a gutter right. Yeah, which is cool So he picked that up and kind of took it up to the local grassland Why reserve. are you laughing? Yeah that's
1: just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just thinking about Oh, there's this guy in Western Australia. these catch-and-cook videos, and as soon as I picked it up, I was thinking about his videos. Yeah. He goes out to, like, these crazy islands and um, catches a fish and then they oh, cook, cook. It on so the I've beach. I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Imagine if that's, yeah. like, oh, wait, these guys aren't bird watching. <laughs> yeah. they eating the birds. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that would be a horrible No, we let, it, we let the bird go. <laughs> yeah. We tried to see if there was a vet around, but there wasn't one for, like, 20K, so we just sort of let it go and some, some pretty bush. Yeah, it looked pretty sprightly as it oh, kind yeah. of – once it ran off, it looked pretty chuffed it looked, with okay. itself. Yeah.
0: I suppose that's the concern, right? You're going out into the middle of nowhere on this trip. And so, like, not having a vet close by is probably going to be lower on your concerns. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, you know, what what's your contingency? If you guys have, like, an accident or something, do you have an perb? Like, how are you protecting
2: yourselves? Yeah, I have a kind of... EPIRB and I can even text on it, which is pretty handy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's good to a girlfriend. Sat- <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just writing out a paragraph for yeah, half yeah. an hour. Oh. Okay. <laughs>
2: um, so that's, yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Um, what, texting your girlfriend on the <laughs> <TV>? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah satellite. And we can even, yeah, so so that's kind of, if we're if we're properly stuffed, we won't die. Yeah, you're well prepared. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. think
1: the EPIRB, if you're in somewhere really remote, they'll send a plane over to check you're still mm. alive. Will they? <laughs> yeah. I heard about yeah. someone using one in Western Australia along yeah. uh what's it called? Canning stock route. Someone on the Canning Stock route and they had started off on one of these really big, like Nissan off-roading trucks kind of yeah. thing. It's kind of people that do those YouTube videos where it's like a family with like two kids and they're doing these off-roading adventures. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> schooling their kids on the road, something like that. And I think they started on the road and it, they closed the road after they started and there was just heaps of water. It was in the 2021 20, sort of big flood year. Uh, and they sent a plane over with, and then they dropped, I think a package that had some water and like a EPUB with a text message thing, uh, and checked that all right. And then had like helicopters. That's quite that went that's out. wild. No yeah, idea. they got airlifted out I think. Yeah, yeah, the helicopter had to I think refuel about four times or something. I don't yeah. know if that could be wrong. So
0: we had a little chat on uh like a little live stream recently. Just wanted to and I feel like I've sort of almost done myself a disservice by interviewing you this early in the trip because like I I feel like you haven't you've only had like a month to collect crazy stories and stuff like that.
1: Do you think like has anything crazy happened to you yet? Like I mean it's only been a month. We've only had one No, actually two from today, or maybe three. Two people who have been, like, angry on the road. Oh, right, yeah. And we expected much worse. Cyclery. Yeah, yeah, but just there's some people who don't give you very much room or something, but, you know there's there's only been two people who've like come really close like yeah. buzzed us kind of by it and then like said something aggressive outside the window like really just yeah yeah banged you're in done. queensland <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the,
2: yeah the past few days definitely noticed that noticed it's that increased in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. yeah. but i think
1: um yeah for the most part people are so so lovely yeah um just just yelling things out of the window that are nice. That are nice for the most part. Oh, really? So you're getting uh, yes. people like supporting you? Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. You almost need
0: to have like a sign on... Explaining what you're doing, so <laughs> you have yeah, like yeah. a little thing printed out yeah. being like you on know, the back
1: two, two bikes,
0: whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, what is it? What is the caption? What is, What is it called? Two bikes, two, two boaters two, two bikes, two birders, two one two
1: school, except the name is just two boaters two bikes. Yeah, you didn't consider doing two birders, one bike, <laughs> <laughs> going tandem. This is our <laughs>
2: Cesare farts too much.
0: That, that's why you're at the front. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be downwind. Yeah. Gotta be upwind. So, um, that'd be hilarious doing two boaters, one yeah. bike. Right <laughs> in <his hand>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two boaters,
1: one wheel, just a unicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On <laughs> there's, one, there's
2: one one in like two the world on a unicycle. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Ed
1: Pratt? Ed Pratt, yeah. yeah, he's great. He makes great films. But he, yeah, he just does his unicycle, which goes a lot slower. Um,
0: yeah, he just
2: got
1: one gear. <laughs> but he's great, yeah. Yeah, he did an Australian trip at one point. But um yeah, he's a little bit crazy. Um in the best possible way. I think that's why I love bird though, because most of the really like intense ones. They're absolutely nuts. So
0: is this a bird watcher that goes around the world on a unicycle?
1: Oh no, 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 no. no. Okay, I was no, gonna he, say he's just on a <laughs> unicycle around the world. Yeah. 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 But um but he's crazy in like the best way. Yep.
0: Yeah. How many K's have you done now?
1: Uh phew.
0: Yeah, any ideas?
1: 1,500, 1,600. Wow. Mm, really? A bit yeah. more, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It's in like each day we try and like write something in down um, in our diaries or whatever. Just yep. what birds we've seen, what cool things we've encountered. Mm. Um, you know, some of the stories of just people we meet the, along the road are so beautiful. Really? Just the people that share their stories with us. Mm. Um, so you mean you bumping into people as well you're so, talking to people yeah
2: so many like they just yeah if we're just buying something from a roadside roadside store or like a yeah or someone just if we're in the middle of nowhere someone yeah. will rock up and have a chat to us
1: yeah I mean we do look pretty strange like
2: <laughs> we've got binoculars around our necks
1: and sometimes like a big camera and on these bikes they have all this like crazy stuff on them yeah um, and I think yeah I got just as we were coming in like crossing the border into Queensland I got burnt really badly the day before because I went for a surf and just didn't. I was just it was just so stupid. I didn't put any sunscreen on, yeah. and so that day when we were riding um, up to the, up the Gold Coast, basically, my whole face was covered in zinc, yeah. <laughs> and I looked crazy. Like <laughs> my face was white with zinc. I had like sunglasses on and a hat with a helmet sticking on the top <laughs> really high. I looked yeah. absolutely nuts, and I was wearing like footy shorts that are a couple of years too old and like a high-vis shirt over the top that for the most part covered the footy shorts. And I just I think, yeah, some people think we're nuts yeah. and they respond to that and sort of want to realise, they <laughs> yeah. want to see what you're doing. Probably attract other Chris yeah leaders. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then occasionally you meet someone who, you know, they might be a cyclist or they might yeah. be into birds and then there's that little opening in the door. But some people, I mean, some people are just in, in stores or something. And they'll ask, you know, would you like some water or something? Yeah. Or the smallest things, like you know, would you like a cup of tea? And then, like their generosity after that is just so incredible. Like stopping in the Greenthorpe pub, that was great. Outside, it's outside Young, um, New South in Wales. New South Wales. Um, we were riding along, and we were sort of a separate for each other. I think Leah was a couple kilometres up the road, and a car came past and said um he sort of slowed down and went past me and I went oh okay here we go yeah. this will be interesting and um and he said where's your mate and I went oh how do you know i'm riding with somebody else uh, he said and then he explained that he'd driven past us if we were coming out of town and we were about 30 or 40 k's up the road from there he said you're doing pretty well make sure you, like stop at the pub up the road that I'll I'll call ahead and you know tell them you're coming or something so we went up the road and we were planning on just refilling our our bottles or maybe getting a drink, but then it was sort of like fifteen minutes and then they invited us in and gave us some food and then, you know, bought us dinner and then they said, Well, why don't you just camp the night at the pub? Um, but stuff like that where people are just really lovely, um, you know. Mm. Just just wanting to sort of support it it's not big things, but small things like you know, just the cup, just just them wanting to give you a cup of tea, or even just yeah. a finger over the steering wheel is just so nice.
0: And like, so have you found the response pretty welcoming online as well as in person? Oh, yeah. Then, like, have you yeah, found the, the feedback yeah. has been good.
2: In the, even in the first day, like, it was just a flood of people checking us out and supporting us. Really, yeah, it was a bit surreal yeah. the first few days. Yeah. You're on the news and stuff, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some friends from from my football team who, like, I'm. I'm friends with, but I don't really hang out with them outside football. Um, and there's just people started texting me that I hadn't talked to in years and being like, why are you on the TV? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But it was sort of surreal that um I think it was about like two months ago or maybe three or four months ago that we started listening to like your podcast. And then like I think it was the first or second day we had started this trip. We got a message from you like, what? Yeah. It was just this full circle, like kind of crazy thing. We couldn't really believe it for a little bit. one of your mates sent me the Ethan. It wasn't. <laughs> <Ethan>,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> he
0: was like, look at this. And I was like, yeah, Come on, like, yeah, come on the pod. Um, yeah, so that's awesome, guys. And so how like how much money have you raised now? I think
2: eight grand, uh, I think. No, oh, nine. Nine. What nine. was your
0: like how much did you want to raise?
1: Hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's I amazing. think we're I think we're about two weeks ahead of track that's great um, for how much we need to raise per day but getting on Radio National in Brisbane was great a whole lot of people found out awesome through that um, and it was we got a text from the the, the founder of the charity he gives us a text each day he tells us how much money we've raised great um and it was like we did the we did the radio segment it was about fourteen minutes um, and we're in the studio and we sort of got out of the studio and we thought Oh, that really wasn't that great. We were kind of just stressing out. And every time we said something, we were just sort of – we were in a studio by ourselves. They recorded from, I think, Sydney or something. And so we were just looking at each other, just going crazy, thinking we were just stuffing this interview up. And then we got out and we received a text that we had like five or six dollars donations within like a couple minutes, um, which was awesome. pretty surreal. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's great because all the – like 100% of the – donations go directly towards the construction costs so like any none of the money goes to us none of the money goes to admin fees it's all directly to the school which is great yeah that's awesome because
0: sometimes yeah a lot of that stuff does get absorbed
2: in administration so yeah yeah we were speaking to one charity kind (laughs) of like advertiser person sales person and it was just telling us how much money was wasted just in advertising the charity
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's weird, hey. It's like one of those. It's a yeah. It's almost like a necessary evil sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, um. By the way, do you need more water?
1: We're good. We're okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: God, it's hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I it's can't believe you guys rode up that mountain. Yeah, it was at one point. I was wearing long pants to start off with and a long shirt. And, um, as I was coming up this one section of hill, I could just sort of, it was like my head was about to explode. I had a hat on as well. So I just wasn't getting any heat out of my body. Um... And I just sort of stopped at the side of the road and took my clothes off and laid down on the ground. The car came past and said, you're yeah, right. yeah. And it was just sort of splayed out on the
0: ground. It's kind of like, of you of the know, how they say like Everest.
1: <laughs> like Mount Everest, There are
0: like, know yeah, the trail is marked by the dead bodies of yeah. people who have died. It's like the same Mount was like that with cyclists. Yeah. It's
1: like, yeah, he only got <laughs> dumb bird watchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was this one guy who, oh jeez I I was furious after this I was just completely exhausted my heart rate was like through the roof Um, something probably over 200 and I was pushing my bike to the corner of the road so I could put my shirt back on and um, he slowed down deliberately to say, like, to look at me as I was pushing my bike up the hill. That was a great idea, wasn't it? And I, wow. I don't think I've been that mad in the past probably six months or something. I got
0: so yeah, thank you. It's
1: like the human YouTube comment. Yeah. <laughs> so I was pushing my bike up this
0: huge hill. So, uh, Leo, you're the main birder. Is that right? Is that what I've
2: gathered um, so far? Like, you've I've, always
0: been the main birder and then...
2: Cesare I think... He's, he's come to it a bit later than me. Yeah. I've always, my like my dad has always been into his birds, and okay. I've kinda kinda caught the bug off him nice. early days. Um, but yeah, I've been into it for ages. Um,
0: how, ages. how long have you guys been friends for? Like
1: ages. Yeah, yeah our our older siblings, which are the same age. Yeah. Um we're like they were born at the same time and so our mothers were in the same mother's group. When our older siblings were born. Right. So by proxy we sort of just You've been friends since birth almost. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Pre birth. And how long how long until you got in did you get into
0: burning through Leo Cesare? Um and I c sorry. We should probably <laughs> mention your name as well. What yeah, did I call you on the podcast? Cigari. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which, <laughs> like, like the signal is so bad. And I was like, surely he didn't just say his name's Caesar <laughs> <laughs> I was like <"S-> Cigari <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're trying to find somewhere in the Gold Coast to buy a packet of cigars oh really Sicari? <laughs> C- yeah. yeah so your name's Cesari yeah which yeah. For, for this pod um, we might have to change your name just like yeah I know,
1: thought Cesari on Safari works better Cesari than Cesari on Safari does <laughs> oh fuck I'm gonna steal your you steal your page
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I had <have> <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah that was my it's, some kids called me that in primary school Cesare <laughs> Safari, it was really annoying
0: yeah, it was horrible yeah, Are you like yeah, that would frustrate me if I got on there and you <laughs> had the exact same <laughs> handle <laughs> as me, but better <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, sorry, what were we saying? so yeah, at what point did you get into birding
1: then? Um, well, my dad probably probably introduced me to birding, I can remember as a very little child um Sitting with my sister and my dad, and we used to do these little drawings called um, birds with hats. And I would, I would draw the my my older sister would draw, I think, the birds, and then I would draw like the hats on top. <laughs> and, they the, and they were the most ridiculous looking things, like these little scribbled um, like birds with just little you know three pronged feet. But I just found it so hilarious drawing hats on top of their heads. Anyway, That's this is so funny. This has nothing to do with bird watching, but my I think my dad was part of the. The Goulds Birdwatching Society Oh, yeah, yeah Which was around back in the day But, you know, dad's got a complicated relationship with
2: birding Oh, God, really?
1: <laughs> he, Why is well, that? Well, he grew up in the country And so, um He shot <laughs> Yeah, yeah Oh, that's Yeah, but I think that was Yeah, that's that was okay, more so just yeah. sort of hunting as a kid Yeah like, And he would eat them So, yeah, anyway That's more common down in Victoria, isn't it? Like duck hunting Yeah, like, so. yeah. yeah Well, he, he grew up in sort of the Maui Around the Kerrang Lake sort of area Yeah Um But yeah, sort of looks at birds now and thinks, why did I shoot them as a kid? Yeah, but I think that that's... (laughs) Honestly, I know
2: a lot of birders who started out hunting. Yeah, same as my dad. Growing up on a farm, he just shot too many things. And then like,
0: even like, I was talking about this in the last episode, but because my grandfather's a hunter Mm. and like, he loves... It sounds so weird and I don't don't necessarily like agree with what he does really, but I... it is weird that he just loves birds as well. But then he yeah. also has no issues, like, blasting one out of the yeah. sky to eat it. But he's like, oh, that's a beautiful bird. Yeah. And then just smokes it. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. What, I don't, like, you know, it does feel odd. But, it, mm. like, it, there does seem to be something there. And there's there's definitely, like, a, a, a crossover in skills <laughs> with oh, bird yeah. watching and yeah. hunting.
1: Yeah, Leo reckons we're gonna eat roadkill somewhere along the trip. Oh, really? Yeah, probably not
2: birds, but kangaroo. Yeah, rutab, I'm keen for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. yeah, and how? Like, and you're not worried about. We'll make sure it's fresh. We we'll make yeah. sure it's we'll make sure
1: extremely hungry. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well, you, the thing is, though, in order to ensure that roadkill's fresh, you either like kind of have to see it. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, you have yeah. to see it happen. And I don't think that they get taken down by bicycles very easily. Yeah, <laughs> I think
2: you come up worst if you get yeah. if you
1: hit a bicycle. Yeah, we heard of a guy in. We heard of a guy that was that was like really into eating roadkill. Yeah. And he said that he he he'd tried, like in his local area, he would tried like most of the animals. <laughs> That's crazy. Like all hey, sorts of stuff, yeah. like wombat, echidna. People do that up here. Like yeah. there are yeah, people up
0: here who live in the bush and they like they will eat the roadkill. They'll eat the patty melons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, you no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's better than them taking them out of the national park or something. But um, And so... Birdwise, let's talk numbers.
2: What are, you mm. at? what are you at? I think, I think about two seventy-five at the minute, give or take. Um, at King Quail this morning, that was awesome. Oh, that
1: was fantastic. Yeah, we're up since. Oh, we were we were sort of spotlighting around yesterday. Spotlighting for the King Quail, hey? Yeah. Well, mm. we were walking around probably from four o'clock till about uh,
0: seven o'clock. That sounds like. I'm just gonna go have a look. It might have just been a major skink. Never mind. Really? Yeah. Do you want to see it? I'll pause the pod. Let's go. All right, we're recording again. (laughs) We dipped on the the first big dip of the
1: day. (laughs) Major skink. Um, What were we talking about? Uh, How we got into birding. Uh, And then... King quails, maybe? Oh, yeah, king King quails.
2: Quails. So, yeah, you're
0: you're out last night spotlighting for king quails. So, that's Mm. a thing that I've never really tried that I've heard is a good thing, like spotlight for quail.
2: Yeah. You kind of... Trying to get on the deck to get good views of them because otherwise, most of the time, it's just... They flash. just flash. They yeah. just flash. We flashed the couple spotlighting. We, the grass is just too high to um yeah it was to track them down and then, like, find them on the ground. And it's also, so thick. Yeah. you were spotlighting last night where there were taipans. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't think about those, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> just keep it out of the mind. I think...
1: Oh, what's his name? Gus? Yeah. Yeah, Gus, who... um. I actually don't know who Gus is, but he was really lovely. Anyway, we went burning with him, um, <laughs> um, and he was he was saying, "Yeah, watch out for snakes. There's heaps, yeah. there's heaps around that sort of grassy area near the lakes there." Um, but yeah, we didn't see any, which was great because um, we really we really wouldn't know until we stepped on them, probably.
0: Yeah. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Not be a fun way to <laughs>
1: to end the first month of yeah. um, of the challenge.
0: So you. So King Quail was two seventy five, did you say? Or did yeah, you know, rough,
2: roughly. Yeah. yeah, we haven't. I haven't submitted lists yet for the past two days. So, uh, are
0: you submitting via eBird? Yeah, Keeping
2: yeah. track of eBird. We haven't. I don't think we've had an. We, we'll do ISC taxonomy to yeah. uh, add a few more species. <laughs> yeah, to get your, <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> for the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. So far, we've had two hundred and seventy five or so. We've the first twenty. Oh, I'd say fifteen days. We were mainly riding, like we weren't specifically targeting targeting any birds, really. Um, yep.
0: Just trying to get up north as trying fast to get up as possible.
2: Yeah, yep. and now we've slowed down over the past yep. week or so. Yeah, and yeah, because I've never been in southeast Queensland before, really. Okay, so I've had heaps of lifers Really? Like yeah. what? um Well, we went out in, out in Southport Pelagic the uh, the oh, you weekend, did. Um, which yep. is slow slow trip by most standards, but. I got like four lifers, streak shearwater was so cool.
0: Oh, um, nice.
2: yeah, red footed booby, masked booby, brown booby. They
0: get good birds off Southport. Hey? Yeah,
2: yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't have a cracker day, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I haven't done many pelagics so any yeah. pelagic sort of gives me good birds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah.
2: do you get sick much? Yeah.
0: Oh, like, and it's really weird. It just happened. Um, I don't know. I've never been seasick my whole life, mm. and then I used to go diving quite a bit. And then after one dive, I was just like horrifically ill and then it just triggered something inside of me
1: and yeah, now I'm, right.
0: I get seasick. But last pelagic I did, um, we did, I did two days in a row and wasn't sick once. So. Oh,
1: great. Yeah, I remember my first pelagic out at Port Ferry. Uh, we'd taken the train up the night before. We we're taking the train up the night before, and never been on a pelagic before. I was super excited. Leo was telling me great things about it. Seemed like a lot of crazy people were hopping on a boat, and I thought, this is great. They're going to be really interesting. Um, and then. Yeah, the morning of, oh, had a big breakfast. I think bacon and eggs and also cereal. <laughs> that's what they always say to do before a big boat
0: ride. Lots of greasy food <laughs> and milk. Yeah, yeah, we hung yeah. over as well. <laughs> Apparently, that's really good for it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then got out there. and It was like, oh, f- three, four meter seas or something. Wow. And um, I think the first hour and a half, the f- first half an hour, I was saying, oh, this is. I'm gonna be fine. Uh, and I spend a lot of time in the ocean, so it's. I, I sort of thought, oh yeah, it'll be no problem. I'm used to getting thrown around in um, in solid surf sometimes, and um, and then it was probably an hour and a half. It was still a bit of denial, and then by the second hour, it was sort of I like just giving in. <laughs> it was yeah. sick for the rest of the oh, really? <laughs> rest of the yeah. trip. Yeah. It was sort of like a roller coaster. I'd I'd be a bit ill, and then I'd think, oh, that's the end of that. I'm fantastic now. <laughs> the first time. I was ill. Then I started eating straight up, just because I thought that's the end of that, and then it was like half an hour again. But um, yeah, Southport was really quite calm seas. But I was just—I don't know why—I was just so tired, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't get up, and it was sort oh, of really? like I was just like lying down in this little beanbag in the corner of the boat, and then somebody would come past and I'd hear just the excited voice. So I was like quickly just deliriously <laughs> grab my binoculars, try and see it, and then go back to sleep. So were you on
0: Fenugan or like? What sleeping? Did you take any um, any uh, like seasickness tablets? Oh no, I've never taken them. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. normally yeah. that's what makes you yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, cause oh, really? ta- yeah, yeah, cause yeah sleep, I think
1: normally like drowsy any antihistamines. Yeah, I just I, I think I didn't sleep much the night okay. before. Yeah, that was what I was <laughs> but you were
2: you were also legit, like sick. You were,
1: oh uh, yeah, I was sick. but were I, you I, crook? I, I didn't, didn't. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I didn't Damn. eat anything that that day, so it was just um. I don't know if that was better or worse. Pelagic
0: bird is a built different,
1: hey? Yeah, yeah. There's there was one I can remember, I mean, um yeah, out in Port Ferry, there's this guy, straight away, long flowing beard. Fantastic nice. guy. Um, long flowing Kev. beard. Kev, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who Kev is, but Leah probably does. hope <laughs> oh, Kev's listening. Um, uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, um, he just, it was like a three level, three-level boat and instantly just goes to the top of the boat, wide stance with feet, wide hand, and then it's just... just Yellow beard, raincoat.
2: <laughs> beard, oh, beard, no, beard, that's beard like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, that's not Kev. Oh, that's <laughs> not, <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kev. great guy. And you can tell he's just been on just so many of these trips, straight yeah. to the top of the boat, and he's just beard is just billowing in the wind fantastic yeah. not, kev. not kev there you not go kev. Um, yeah
0: yeah poseidon just- son and yeah they're, they're, like do you find that quirk like i don't know i feel like for what is already quite a niche community of birdwatchers and then pelagic birders like serious pelagic birders like stick out on their own don't they yeah yeah well i love them
1: but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's like extreme bird watching. It's like as yeah, extreme yeah, yeah. as birding can yeah. get. Yeah, nice. I think Leah. sometimes, I mean, for this year, try and get on as many boats as possible. You yep. know, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy on the boat, but <laughs> I'll see the birds I need to see and then that's good. But, Is uh, that the plan? So have you booked a lot of plajics? Got a,
2: got a couple of headers out of, doubleheaders as in two days, to a weekend of trips yep. on, um, off Eagle Hook Neck. Nice win. Winter, we went off yeah. in July and uh, one in November, so we'll cover it. I'll get me
0: on the November one. I'll come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you can great. get me a seat, yeah. I'll <laughs> fly down. Yeah. Um,
2: awesome. I've never done eagle hawk neck. It's a dream. Yeah, and it's a dream. Yeah, oh, especially
0: love- in the, like in summer.
2: Like, mm. Oh, I'd love to see a, a, a study sort of albatross, a fever tree any of them. Yeah. yeah, get me on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always like yeah I. For me, I wonder like whether you could have a boat and just do tours every day and if you could book it out because I reckon there'd be enough yeah. birders. I reckon that – well, I was thinking this recently. I, I went on the um, – I did a very impromptu trip down to Bruni Island mm. in December to get like all the Tasmanian endemics. And um, I <clears throat> I went on – I was like basically too late to book any like actual pelagics, but I jumped on one of the pinnicots tours down in Brittany which is like a boat trip they go around like to the southern ocean and whatever and you see the seal colonies and you see dolphins and whatever and loads of shy albatross so like tons of shy Mm. albatross and i just wonder if you had a tour that was kind of like really designed for birders but also like i don't know (laughs) other tourists be like oh we're doing an albatross like boat trip if like you could book them every day Mm, yeah Off the
2: New awesome. Zealand! They do that—the albatross encounters. Exactly. I think, yeah. That'd be with the Northern Royals. Hey, yeah. Is there a Northern
0: Royal Colony there? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Can't exactly.
2: The yeah. only trouble is you got to persuade them to drive a boat for like two and a half hours out to the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That—that be- that is hard. But how? Yeah.
0: Like Eaglehawk Neck? That's not yeah. too far it's
2: off. Too, I think it. What two hours, roughly? still? you reckon? Maybe an hour and a half. Ah, okay there you but, go um,
0: I feel like all the photos I see it's like you can still yeah, see Tasmania yeah yeah you can <laughs> yeah
2: I think it's a slower boat compared to some of them maybe as well yeah. potentially
0: yeah. it's just the one skipper hey who does all the yeah the
2: Letter, I think it is is that it yeah yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you it's googling like, about it's just <laughs> I was
0: thinking about, doing did you on a jet ski? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's (laughs) not (laughs) a bad idea. That'd be scary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the bicycle of the sea. A Kayak, yeah. A kayak, kayak, (laughs) pelagic. (laughs) That's hilarious. You wouldn't really want to chum up the ocean.
1: Yeah, you'd have a stinky boat (laughs) yeah, Yeah. stinky clothes. Oh, my God. I always wondered, um, like, what the etiquette on chum was. Like if you had access to good chum and you br- you brought your B-way own chum, o. yeah, <laughs> with no chum, B-way B-way shark liver, yeah. Well, I um, I remember as a kid, I um, spend a lot of time in like Southwest Rocks, yeah, in in summers, just on summers as ki- as a kid, and um, every now and then the fishermen would like bring in a a dead shark on the beach. And I was thinking, yeah, bird watch is out of there. <laughs> it's in yeah. the night, harvesting. <laughs> harvesting well, that's what they use. They, hey, It's like just yeah. shark liver. I shark couldn't liver believe. It. The, uh, that's
0: what the guy.
1: What's the skip
0: off Southport call? What's uh, his name? Um, He's really nice. John, maybe? maybe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but he like just has buckets of shark liver. Yeah, he chucks out.
2: Yeah, out of Lake's entrance. I think they do um, lots of research trips out there for other wind farms, and they order in like literal, literal tons of shark that's liver. Crazy, hey. <laughs> eh? Yeah. And
0: so um you've got a, a pretty ambitious number for this year. Mm. Yeah. Big 700. 700. Yeah, I yeah. think um
1: 7 news in Wagga Wagga I said we we're trying to break a world record. Which right. um which is I, I don't even know. What is the record for Australian big years? Oh,
0: it's got to be like
1: 730 or oh, something. Yeah, right? 760 oh, or
0: 760 Yeah. Cuz yeah. Doolie got what 715, 720, yeah or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um and taxonomy's changed since yeah. then, so there'd be more birds and mm. how many people are breaking seven hundred in a year these days?
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't actually know. I know yeah.
1: 700s a big number. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty
2: it's ambitious considering we're it's also on some, bikes
1: and a budget. It's also somewhat arbitrary. Like we sort of just I think it's a good goal to have. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think initially it was sort of fueled by the big Twitch and it was sort of seven hundred and or beat Dooley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't, like break, I don't know if
0: that's possible. To break 600 in a year is like good. Like, that's decent, mm, right? Yeah, like, you
2: got to travel a fair bit yeah. to do that. Um, well, I think, sh- what, did
1: Sean cover like 40,000 kilometres or something? And he did quite a few flights to Twitch,
0: but Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. Is that on the budget? Are you Twitching much?
2: We're not. I wouldn't say we're Twitch. We're, we're not doing that many flights to Twitch. We're not. You got Barn yeah.
0: Swallow and...
2: Yeah, We it, incidentally, twitched definitely. But we wouldn't fly yeah. down to, to Tassie. Or to Broome or, that just happened to be 15 kilometers from where yeah. we were that night.
0: Yeah, yeah, so tell me about the Barn Swallow. Yep. So oh, I'm yeah. I'm driving past tomorrow. and Part of me is like, okay. I've heard that you really can't get it unless you go after dark.
2: No, no. We, so, we, we were staying right on the border between New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah. And we set our alarm supposedly for the right time but the phone switched it to the Queensland home. So, we woke up an hour late. So, we rocked up there. And it was already bright. It was already bright. And so, we were kind of a bit stressed out and we just had to scan through some bunch of swallows. But luckily, the barn kind of perched up on a power line for us.
0: Oh, it's in like near a car park. Near a car park, yeah. It
2: was still pretty early. So, they're still pretty congregated around the car park. They were just... Getting out of bed. But, uh, yeah, luckily. Uh, yeah, we had glossy black flyover as well that morning, which was yeah, nice.
0: Oh, great. really? And yeah. And, yeah. And like, that's yeah. That's great. Um, Love them. And what's like the... Is there one bird... For This year, that you would just love to get. Oh, don't say night parrot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've, I've been saying cassowary in the news. Um, cassowary, would be cool. that's, a, that's a given, though. yeah. It's but given. uh,
0: so you have you ever been to Queensland at all? Have you been to North Queensland?
2: Never no, North Queensland, so uh, yeah, I'm okay. so all new birds, yeah. Um, I'd say the mu- princess parrot
0: we'll, okay. we'll, yep.
2: we'll try for with a four-wheel um, later. Maybe August, I think
1: it is. Yeah, so the plan is pretty much a lap around Australia for the most part on our bikes. Um, So when we go to far north Queensland, there'll be a flight there and then forward driving around the wet season. Um, Then across to um, Catherine up to Darwin, we'll have a short trip to East Timor. Um, We'll be documenting some of the work that's done uh, with the charity that we're fundraising for, um, probably some bird watching there as well. Uh, And then across to Broome, possibly Mitchell Plateau. That's, you know, up in the air. And then down the west coast, uh, across the Nullarbor and up to Alice Springs. Wow. Uh, And then we should have two to three months at the end of the year left. We'll meet Leo's dad in Alice Springs um, and sort of hoot around in his Land Cruiser up to Kakadu again and then Far North Queensland again and then we'll probably be dropped off somewhere mid... Yeah, t- central t-
2: Queensland <laughs> and then head down the guts through <laughs> Bairdsville and that we've got to figure that out. We know what to- time of year? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <So laughs> we those might- who don't know, uh, no, yeah. December. <laughs> central West Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think very, very hot. Even September, October is getting too hot pretty much. Just cut through the Diamantina. <laughs> yeah, so... In- <laughs> <laughs> Break into pulling, pullin'. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do I have to cut that out? <laughs> no, we won't do that. That's stupid. Um, but we might get... probably all through there, guys. Exactly. I think riding. We'll probably have to ride through the night. Through, yeah. Through like. That's a way to get I it. Know. We're talking night parrots, people. We're talking night parrots because um,
0: they're probably more di- like they probably have a greater distribution through central Australia than we know, right? Mm. Would you say? It's hard to know. It's hard. You'd you think
2: there's a, it's a lot more out there than they, they know about. But yeah.
0: Well, the yeah, the fact that I mean, when did Young first mm, confirm that? that
2: they were around? Twenty thirteen, maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah.
0: And now we've got multiple populations of them. Yeah. Like, all through Queensland and Western Australia. But they haven't recorded them in
2: Northern Territory yet, and they got to be there. They have yeah, to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So. That'd be the Holy Grail. Yeah. With the trip. A range extension of a... <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we don't want to find night power. We want to find them in a new state.
2: <laughs> yeah. But that would be more of a specific expedition if we were going to try for those. Yeah. So I mean we need a car, I think, for those. Part <laughs> of the
1: problem is we just... Like, the sheer distance and the time yeah. is really difficult. I mean, some places even if you really wanted to do it on a bike, which is technically possible to plan for like a specific expedition of that type. It doesn't work when we're carrying pretty much everything we need for the whole year with us, or at least trying to carry as least as possible. Um, And even still, it's sort of like, um, it's sort of a bit like that rocket equation where the the more food and water you add, the more food and water you need to add to account for that extra weight. Uh, And then the longer you go, the more and more it sort of, it just compounds. But yeah, for the most part, it's been we haven't been challenged by you know access to food and water yet. I what think. are you doing for food and water? Um, very cheap food. <laughs> like, what are you eating? Just very <laughs> <laughs> hmm. well, as, as high sort of caloric content as we can get for peanut as cheap as possible. And- oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well, I don't know how many and jars just of kilos peanut, butter, of peanut
1: butter so far. Um, but yeah, at, at one point we were sort of like we had the sort of diet of a horse. We'd sort of eat like muesli and sort of stuff in the morning and then, you know, oats. And then if we were lucky, we'd just get a, you know, carrot and some peanut butter in the afternoon and, yeah. but, bring um, quails yeah, yeah. some <laughs> lentils. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, um, limiting budget. I mean, we've, yeah. we've just put, pretty much put in our whole savings from just growing up working, um, different jobs and things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's about $20 a day, $25 a day each for food. Uh, but that goes – you might spend like $10 one day and then, you know, bank mm-hmm. that up and you get a pub meal or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then water's just sort of filling up in towns and then working out how far we've got to go and yeah. then maybe just knocking on people's door and asking for some water. Um, what are you doing for electrolytes? I've got uh, a tub in my bag that has – just a mixture of uh, like effervescent caffeine, effervescent vitamin C, Powerade powder, and it's all just crushed up into one mix. You mm. sort of get a scoop, and you get a mix
2: of everything. And water's somehow water got into it. So it's all. It's It's so hard. Yeah,
1: but, but some of the it's now one big effervescent
2: <laughs> tablet. Yeah,
1: some of the water that tastes bad. If you just put a little bit of an electrolyte tablet, and it tastes fine after that. Mm. Um but yeah it's a, it's a bit extraordinary sort of how much food and water we go through some days. yeah, well, yeah um, your calorie intake like your calorie depletion yeah. would be enormous. Yeah. You'd be
0: burning so many calories. Yeah by. it just sort yeah, of it
1: seems it just sort of seems whatever we eat just evaporates yeah. off us. Um but it's been it's been pretty rough probably oh I'd say for the most part the food's been pretty good.
2: Yeah, I've enjoyed I mean, it. Yeah.
1: After a long day of riding, if you ride 100 or 120 kilometers a day and you're in the heat all day, yeah. whatever you're eating at the end of the day tastes pretty fantastic if it's warm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So. so why the charity? As in why? Why this charity? Why this like, charity, what, what, sure. like, yeah. Yeah. Was And did, was
0: it really, was it the birding first and then you attached charity to it or did, was it like a goal that you mm. wanted so you, you attached birding to it as sort of a...
1: Oh, I think there's a lot of people who do these incredible trips with um like a charity in mind they're doing it for for this particular reason i think in some aspects you know um you know the trip's self-interested in the sense that we're literally just spending a year on our bikes away from our families away from our mates just trying to see as many birds as we can and only bring what we need with us but probably a year and a half out of leaving um we realized that there was you know more of a potential than that we realized that we had um we had a chance to do something with that sort of novelty aspect of the trip, uh, but also the more substantial sort of themes of the trip. Um, you know, we've both got an interest in the, um, you know, the rapid decline of Australian bird populations and the wider degradation of the, you know, biosphere that is being experienced across Australia. And I think that through through the media engagement that we've been having, um, which has been incredible, just through also social media, um, there's there's sort of a There's a platform that's emerged that we're really surprised by that we can stand on um, to leverage quite incredible change. I mean, we've set $100,000 as somewhat arbitrary goal, but that builds a full school um, in Timor-Leste. And, I mean, the context for that um, fraught history in Timor-Leste in in terms of independence, but 90% of the schools were destroyed during the Indonesian occupation. Uh, There's an incredible lack of... Um, like government availability to build quite rural schools that are remote, uh, hard to get resources to. So what Spend It Well, the charity uh, we're working with uh, or fundraising for, uh, does is basically identifies in consultation with, you know, regional and local communities and things and also the education department what schools are least likely to get built um, because they're remote, because they're hard to get to, um, because they're, you know, disconnected from infrastructure, whatever, uh, and they identify those specific schools, then, you know, have a team or like project manager that goes out to these places, works out what actually needs to be done, uh, not just, you know, going in and building these schools just because they can. Um, And, you know, it uses local people, so it's not just... um, it's not just putting these schools in here. It's actually stimulating the local economy there. And then, yeah. you know, that provides water, um, clean running water for the kids. Uh, it provides, you know, new buildings, um, teaching facilities um, that then the government then can keep up and running. It's just building in the first place, that infrastructure. Uh, and I think there's a new part of the project, which is um, implementing food security for the kids going to school, so sort of like market gardens that are... Um, Alongside the school, uh, and then that's also another element of that education. Uh, So we've raised, yeah, about nine thousand dollars so far. That's awesome. On the way to a hundred thousand, yeah. So we're, I mean, some of the support from just individual people has been really fantastic. Um, you know, some bird is getting behind us saying we'll donate X amount per hundred species or, you know, that's not bad. (laughs) That's pretty pretty good. good. Yeah. Double
2: it, each hundred species. That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's been, I think that's been really nice, but you should have a, like, you should have a pledge, like a dollar a species. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the main goal is though, I mean, some of the support by people have been, has been fantastic, but. Through the you know engagement we've been having with you know like national media but also social media, getting a sponsor whether that be in the outdoor space or you know any sort of brand that's willing to get behind us and then they can carry a substantial amount of the amount of the fundraising and obviously get quite a bit of benefit from from the media uh, engagement that we've been having. But yeah, it's been really exciting to go to East Timor. Um, so what time
0: of year do you say you're going again to visit?
2: I, I think we're we're playing with the idea of going twice, but. Um, both when we're in Darwin. Um, I think April, May, we're trying to head up there. What kind of birds are there in? Well, there's a, they've got a Timorese parrot finch, which was described just a few years ago. Um, and it's crazy. It was found by an ecologist kind of guy about 10 kilometers from Dili, which is the main capital city. Cool, just ridiculous. Oh, wow. So, uh, that'd be awesome to see. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: and so, uh, look not to bring up the like you know the dips of the trip yep. so far, but have there been any have there been any significant dips?
2: Um, any birds that just you know? There have of, been
0: <laughs> snuck out of your grasp,
2: definitely. But we have given ourselves like we haven't like ruled any species out of uh, contention okay. so far. We'll be we returning to the east coast, so some mm. things like. Um, Rufus Scrubbird and Regent Honeyeater will give ourselves another crack later on in the year. Yeah, and by, um, by then
1: we'll hopefully have a clearer idea of what we need. Yeah, and so getting everything else out of the way, then we know how much time we actually have to dedicate to these birds. But I think now it's a bit of a mad dash to get up up north. Uh, the cyclone was a bit bit uh, concerning, but I think that's sort of downgraded now, so we should be all right to to ride up north, um, to get up to finals Queensland, Lockhart River for 10 days, which would be fantastic. Yep. Mm. So so what are the... Come on.
2: What are the dips? What are the dips? Uh, I'd say this morning, we we had a possible red-backed button quail, but we had a dip this morning on that. Uh, We tried for grass hours down there as well, which we... Oh, last night? Last night. Yeah. No luck. Did you hear any? No. But uh, we've got it. We've got a few more yeah. spots we will try. You're heading up
0: to the Sunshine Coast. Exactly. they think up there. Yeah.
2: Um, oh, what did you say? Yeah, Peck Pectoral Sandpiper yesterday down at just north of Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, no luck. Had a yeah. lovely dip down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many Sharpies did you see? Oh, we... <laughs> you can string uh, a few Peckies from <laughs> for some Sharpies. <laughs> Glory photo. We, just kept, we just scrolled through the same 200 Sharpies over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so far, we, I've been pretty stoked, especially in Southeast Queensland, with what, what we've picked up. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, so I was so hyped to see um black-breasted button quail. Yes, where did you was, see that? That was really good. Okay. That was, uh, I think, almost the most southern end of their range, okay. down near Ipswich. Um, oh right, okay. Um,
1: yeah, it was sort of morning of just getting about in low scrub, um, trying to find platelets, and then we found one area where it's sort of good activity, and then. No luck. And then it was actually a spot where we didn't see that many platelets. That um, I would, To be fair, I should actually add, I was asleep. I was asleep on the path and I was having a nap. And then all of a sudden I hear Leo going, oh, oh, oh. And so I put my pins up again just, just in delirium just trying to wake up. And and see it just scuttle across the path before it sort of headed back up towards That's where he such was. Such a cool bird.
0: Yeah, oh, That's man. Yeah. Explain what platelets are for those. Yeah.
2: Stars, so so, so they'll forage in pretty like thick leaf litter in vine scrub, and what they'll do is they'll kind of do a bit of a boogie, scratch around a boogie, a boogie. I'd <laughs> yeah. say do a three sixty and kind of <laughs> scratch out the area and peck at what they what bugs they've kind of uncovered. Um, and like in so like we saw so many platelets like throughout where we were looking, but you know, it took us still quite a few hours to get onto one. Yeah, yeah. they can be tough. Yeah, black-breasted boogie quail. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah. So you got them. Is that the highlight bird for the trip so far? Probably. Yeah.
2: That was awesome. Um, marbled frogmouth the other night was. Oh, that was that great. Was oh, that was good, good. fun. Yeah, their is Yeah, they're awesome. Probably yeah. one of the best bird calls in Australia. Yeah. Can
0: anyone do an impression?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Do it again? Sorry. get <laughs> closer to the mic. Yeah, what's it?
1: Leo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Walla, 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 That's really good. That's really They do the beat clap at the end, oh, which is yeah. so cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Where'd you see those? Um, That was on Matt Tambourine.
1: Yeah, that was great. Yeah. We, we got into the car
2: park, and
1: I was finishing some riding off that we were doing, and Leo walked out of the car, and then we had... um. Just Yeah, Suriha just just near the car park and it was really perched low. In tambourine. In tambourine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. really beautiful. Um really perched low. And Leo's mm. spotlight he would bought it and like two weeks later it just stopped working. Oh no. And yeah. um and so we had these we had pretty the dolphin lights. Yeah, we had just yeah. some dolphin lights. What well, a dolphin you know, lights. The big, you don't know what dolphin lights
2: are? No. Like
1: the big they've got that massive battery about the, big, the
2: size of big like, yellow things. Yeah, yeah they've got uh,
1: what's, What's what's a equivalent? It's about the size yeah. of a shoe like half the size of a shoe. Oh like, right. It looks yeah. like a spotlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah like, it's like a, a really big... spotlight. You're yeah. holding it. Uh, yeah. Either way,
2: they're really like not very good. No, it's really not soft. very bright. Oh, it's yeah. like a brick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the little, little handle on top the handle. Yeah, yeah, classic. Good
0: horror movie. Yeah. Always clunks out. And so Yeah.
2: Sorry? Yeah, we got we got decent views, but it was very dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll hopefully get a, we'll get a, we'll try for those again. I've got a new spotlight. So. Uh, you can try for them tonight? Probably. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. got a spot for you. Do you nice. have good herping spots around here? Oh, and tonight's a good night for you. Yeah. 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 We'll be out. Yeah.
0: So you guys are also doing, you're doing, you're not
2: only doing birds. Then, yeah. Doing I mean, I'm, and... I'm pretty hopeless on so my frogs and reptiles, but I'm, I'm still pretty keen. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of them, but I just think they're all fantastic. So I just enjoy the excitement, you know. Leo says it's rare. I take his word for it. Yeah, You could probably convince Even me. Even I don't know. <laughs> A funny looking to- toad, cane toad, is you know <laughs> interesting if he, if he tried hard enough.
0: <laughs> the um so Mount Glorious is really is really good for sooty owl mm. and marbled frog mouth actually yeah, and yeah, probably yeah. masked owl too. Yeah, we haven't had masked yet, so that'd be yeah yeah. Well, again, Sunshine Coast really yeah. good for, yeah. for masked owls. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was going to ask, like, what owls do you have left over then? Because, like, really, like,
1: Victoria and stuff is
0: pretty good for mm.
2: a lot of owl species, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and Vic, is, Vic is very good.
1: But uh... you're mad about owls, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, where does that fascination come from? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Okay, I think it was, like, later, to be honest. Like, mm. I think um, I was fortunate enough to, um, when I started birding, I had some friends that were, like, really into owling. And then, um, and they showed me, like, Sooty Owl and Powerful Owls and stuff. And that was mm. great. But I think it was when I went to find Powerfuls on my own. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just, and they're just mysterious. yeah. Right? Like, they could have sort of... I don't know, especially finding them um, during the day just kind of... Yeah. Like, it feels like you're unveiling something, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, forbidden. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. But also just... Like
2: tracking them down at night is so much, so much fun. The suspense, yeah, yeah. And then when it finally, when you finally hear it, yeah. I think part of the, part of the stress
1: of the trip so far has been looking for, looking for some of these rarer birds. It's part of the when you actually see something. It's part of the. It's the excitement of actually seeing, but yeah. it's also the relief of, okay, I don't need to worry about that now. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's going to be the second time we see some of the cooler birds and it's actually the the anxiety's <laughs> dropped away and it's just the excitement of seeing it. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you, There's a relief that like, oh, I haven't wasted this whole trip. Like, yeah. You know, this one bird. It's- Cesari, do you keep a list as well? Like, are you that kind oh, of bird? Oh, yeah. You? I was sort of saying yeah. before that, you know, you and
1: Leo, are, you know, kind of on different <laughs> levels of bird.
0: Is that right? Am yeah. I misinterpreting that? Or?
1: Yeah, I think... I don't know, I think I've got a level of just Leo nepotism in the sense that I wouldn't see most <laughs> 9 extended birds I would <laughs> otherwise see with him. We all have a friend. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't you don't need to be good try. at birdwatching. Just find someone else that's really good and yeah, follow exactly. them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, um, oh, yeah, I love birdwatching. Birdwatching's fantastic. I love the people that are involved in it. I sometimes describe them as crazy, but that is, that is a term I use with such love because yeah, it's term these, of endearment, yeah, right? yeah. these like, eccentric people are just... Oh, it's just the stuff that, you know, life is made of finding these incredible people that have such a passion. Um and you know, some people call them call them crazy, but I mean to have something that that you're that interested about that just gets you going that much, whether it be birds or frogs or spiders or you know, whatever, I think that's that's really fantastic. It's, it's spending time with, you know, people that are that passionate yeah. about that specific thing is really lovely. Um, but yeah, I keep a list. Um I remember I made the mistake of telling Leo. We both um, grew up in Fitzroy in Melbourne, in the local LGA's Yarra, which is one of the probably worst LGAs in all of Victoria. Oh, in terms of it's of no, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But yeah, yeah, in terms of, in terms of like number of species you can see, because it's a pretty small LGA, it's yeah. like densely populated. Who's like, all, the and mayor? It's,
0: Leo (laughs) Leo Leo and so the reason that's such a niche
2: terminology (laughs) I love that old Dan Tering do you want to describe what the mayor of an LGA is Uh, it's 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 dual man essentially owns (laughs) (laughs) um, no it's uh, the person who's seen the most uh, species in the local government area and in Melbourne we have quite a few pretty small LGA's Um, do you still have are you still mayor for Melbourne as well no I think I think I made tide or someone's overtaken Whoa. me Are so it's used... just
0: the person in that Lga that has the like the, the greatest yeah. number of species yeah. on eBird. bird
1: yeah. yeah and I made the mistake probably about 2020 and this is when I was taking birding from a like a fascination and interest to that's really beautiful I really liked watching that <laughs> To yeah. I'm gonna actually try and find out what this is I'm gonna go look for it um, and I think some of those like first birding experiences I had for myself where it was sort of like Leo dipped the interest and then after that spending time by myself looking for birds even if it wasn't something um like that rare i can remember in um around dalesford looking for uh, there were these sort of birds and i saw a big flock of them flying overhead and i couldn't work out what they. i didn't have my binoculars um and i was riding my bike like down the valley and running along this creek trying to find them and they were just making it over the hill when i finally got a look at them and they're only straw-necked ibis and then i was sort of like oh It's not something really rare, but it was just like the joy of looking for something, the adventure of going after and then finally finding it in the end. But anyway, I made the mistake of telling Leo in 2020 that... I um I wanted to try and see more birds in him in Yarra. And he sort of he sort of the, the tone of the conversation changed. All of a sudden he said he sort of laughed and then said, That's never gonna happen. And then after that, and I kid you and I kid you not after that, Leo went from yeah. birding Yarra maybe once a month to like multiple times a week.
2: He <laughs> just, yeah. just needed that competition. Yeah.
1: But then it was great because we'd we'd pretty much it'd either be Royal Park or Yarra mm. burning along, was, the, along was the Yarra yeah. River.
2: Royal Park was my my, my go-to in COVID and then we kind of shifted to Yarraben yeah. after that. Yeah. So
1: I guess that
0: raises the question of um, what counts as a tick this year, because mm. do you guys both have to see the bird in order for it to count towards the 700? Yeah,
2: we haven't, we haven't, haven't had anything.
1: We haven't had anything that's um, like Leo scene that I haven't seen that we can't get again. Yeah. So we're waiting for that moment when I'm asleep. Yeah, it, was, and yeah. it was slightly here.
2: tense this morning because we kind of split up um to try and flush these birds and i flushed these king quails but cesaro was maybe i don't know probably 100 meters away
1: oh probably less than that it was just
2: beyond the stand of
1: really high grass um and he i was trying to find where i couldn't see him above this grass um and leah gave me a call and said they're there and i was sort of leaping over this grass to try and find him and then there was sort of like 20 minutes of anxious, walking around and getting stung by wasps. And then all of a sudden I walked walked to where these sort of set of dead trees were. They were only about a metre and a half tall, but they were just covered in wasps' nests. And all of a sudden they were just like swarming towards me and I can hear them buzzing (laughs) around my ears. And I was sort of just running off into the running off into the grass, you know, just yelling screaming, my head off, yeah. screaming it just, just, oh, get off me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I, I just stopped for a second and hear this, like, fluttering noise of wings. And then just as I, like, sort of turn my head around, I see this this very small, dark quail just landing into the bush and I just call Leo over. And then it was still this, like, anxious moment because I, I, I couldn't, I didn't really get a good enough look yeah. at it. Um, and then about 10 minutes later, mm. um, we flushed it again. And then it was just sort of a relief when <laughs> we could eat some breakfast.
0: Was that a lifer for both of you? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. It was really That's fantastic. A good way to start the day before almost dying while riding up. Yeah. The <laughs> Look, guys, we've been going for a while. Do you have anything else you want to share or anything else you want to plug or anything else you want to say before we wrap up?
1: Um... Oh, yeah, follow us on 2Birders2Bikes Two Two on Instagram. We will be we will be making a website eventually. Um, at the moment, we just flat chat birding and biking. Um, probably once we get up north, we'll have a bit of time after that. Um, but also, yeah, on our Instagram page, there's more information about uh, the fundraising we're doing yep. to build a school in Timor-Leste. Uh, and, yeah, it's a fantastic um, charity we're sort of working with there. All donations are tax deductible. Um, 100% of the proceeds go towards the construction costs. We don't take anything out of it. We don't want any money to yeah. have a better lunch. We're happy living on a shoestring budget. Um, but if anybody knows anybody that wants to um, sponsor us in terms of um, you know, making some contributions to the fundraising... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Send us a message.
0: How do they, so how do people donate money then? Do they just find that through your Instagram or what do they do? Through the
1: Instagram, there's a link to, um, I think it's like the Charities Australia website, which has all like heaps of registered charities. um, And then it goes through that portal. None of the money Mm. goes through us. Um, You receive like a tax receipt and everything. If people
2: want to Google it. Yeah. If you don't have Instagram, just spend it well is the charity and then you'll find our kind of Project, I think they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Two
0: birders, two bikes, one one school. school. Yeah. Yeah. And if you
2: look that up, just and put "spend
1: it well" next to it, you'll find find that information. Awesome guys, it's been awesome.
0: It's been great hanging out with you. I'm sorry that I made you ride your bicycles no, no, <laughs> up you... to
1: Mount like it's like Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we'll do only Valley based podcasts from now yeah.
0: on. <laughs> You're not allowed to go on any other podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm wearing a t shirt. I'm actually wearing the weekend Birda t shirt yeah. as we talk. You guys will go on Kirstie's podcast. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: we're looking forward. To- I felt I felt really horrible because I'd only been listening to bird watching podcasts for all of about maybe six or six or seven weeks and then you sent us a message. Um, and in all honesty, I wasn't aware that there were multiple bird watching podcasts in yeah. Australia. <laughs> and then she sent us a message, and it was really lovely. And I thought, oh, hang on. But um, no, no, that'll, that'll be, be great. That, yeah, I'm looking that'll forward be great to listening to that one as yeah. well. Um,
0: and uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else we need to say. Um, mm. Is there anything else you want to say
2: before? Yeah. Thanks Rapha? so much for having us. Oh
0: it's no, great. that's okay. Thanks for yeah. uh, you know. Is there, are there any birds you need up on Glorious that I can help you with today?
2: Ooh, we wouldn't mind a rifle bird.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. We could work on rifle Yeah, birds. we so could try everyone, that. Everyone on this podcast talks about rifle birds. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and you're honestly like just a
0: little late. A little bit late. <laughs> 'Cause they've ju- they've calmed down. Yeah. But we, we might be able to we'll see what we can Ruffle do. Ruffle some feathers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah thanks to <laughs> thanks to Ethan for, for sending your message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 How much did you pay him to do that? Yeah, such
0: oh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, Sausage draw was enough. Nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Awesome, guys, and everyone knows where to find me on uh, death underscore by underscore birding or cesare on Safari. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks so much, everyone. Goodbye.
2: Bye bye. Thank you.
0: Bye. This was pretty easy. Still having? Yeah, yeah. Just... just walked in, first bird we see. <laughs> <laughs> Adult male paradise rifle bird.
2: Oh, that's good. Circa...
0: There he goes. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: First time I've seen
0: a male. First time you've seen a male? Yeah. Oh, nice. Is this a first one for you? Is this yeah, a lifer? it's a lifer. Yeah.
2: It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: It's funny because I saw him fly over before and I was like, what was that? And then I got distracted by a spectacle monarch. Good bird, hey? Did I just contribute to the big year?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Maybe 276, maybe. maybe.
0: And you found a cute feather as well. Yeah. What do you think it is? No, I've got no idea. Maybe a Wampu Fruit Dove. I'm pretty horrible at feathers. I'm bad at bird ID when they're put together, yeah. let alone when <laughs> they've just left a feather. Yeah. I thought I'd just leave you guys here and you can walk back to my house. <laughs> yeah, get our later. Yeah. Two birders, four legs. <laughs> <laughs>